Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Platitude Era podcast. In this episode of the podcast, wait, what? We're not reviewing a movie? That's what we usually do, review movies. What are we doing in this podcast? Uh, we're talking about the, all the exciting news that came out of what the biggest event in all of entertainment. Comic-Con. Comic-Con. 2019. 19. This is what is this, our simple guide to Comic-Con, or is this our in-depth guide to Comic-Con? Well, can it be both? So this is both. Uh, we're going to talk about the biggest news. We're going to go into a lot of detail. There was so much stuff here. I know we're going to forget something, and it's not because we weren't impressed by it, but just because there was so much stuff we couldn't remember everything. Uh, going on to the first thing, uh, I have to bring this up because it was the first news that was released from Comic-Con. And maybe you forgot about it because it got buried with the stuff that came out later. It was It Part 2, the Stephen King adaption, the sequel. Uh, the final trailer came out. Very exciting stuff. Drew me in. Uh, you and I recently saw It, the uh, TV version. We saw Part 1 and Part 2 and realized Part 2 was a lot of flashbacks and cutscenes, Kind of like a lot of exposition like... <laughs> I remember when uh, Henry Bowers did this. Can you believe how bad this town is? Uh, and then Pennywise did this. Can you believe how bad Pennywise is? Oh, and then don't forget that you saw the same clip twice. There was a lot of like, hey, remember when we did this in part one? Yeah. Hey, this from part one. Hey, stretch out the runtime because we're out of shit. Even yeah. though it's a 14,000 page book. <laughs> And uh, I have the audio book right now, and I'm listening to it, and it's going to take me 44 hours to listen to the whole book. Oh. And, um, yeah, so what's got me excited about It Part 2 is that it looks like it's going to be, like, its own thing. It's going to be a continuation of the story, and it's not going to be any uh, clips, any, any, what is it, clip shows or any Remember This yeah, well, I'm curious because, like, part of what was the charm and the magic, well, I guess from both the TV movie and the the remake movie, the theatrical movie, is, like, how much how, how much of a joy it was to watch the kids interact with each other. And now that the, you know, the grown-ups are all grown up, pun intended, <laughs> uh, I mean, is it, you know, they're all grown up and dour and traumatized and miserable. Is it going to be as fun to watch them when they're grown up? They're big. Yeah. Now, now here's the thing uh, that I've gotten. I haven't finished the book, but what I've gotten so far from the book, and it kind of translates well. If you understand the book, it translates well in the uh, made-for-TV movie. Uh, they grow up. They lose their memory of the town. I guess it's part of the clown's curse. But also, they've experienced success. They've done well. So kind of like the clown is trying to keep them out. The clown knows that these losers club, the kids are the Avengers and they're the only force that can defeat them. And he's trying to do his best to keep them away. Yeah. That's so seemingly, you know, like how has Pennywise been able to last so long? Well, as soon as anybody, you know, if anybody's like encounters it Pennywise and survives and they want to leave Derry and they don't want to come back. So, you know, he's able to victimize new people. Although I'm curious how the adults manage to stay under his spell or whatever. He's a bad guy evil force he always wins or whatever always wins will comes from an alternate mystical (laughs) celestial dimension or something where a turtle rooms free (laughs) will he win will pennywise the dancing clown win tune in on september to find out what's next what's the next news that you want to cover i did one now you do one uh I'll, I guess in, mo- in most interest, next interesting thing, sure, or most exciting thing for me is the, the Witcher show that's going to be coming out on Netflix later in the fall. It's this year, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised it's coming out so quickly. But yeah, it's a pretty, not, I wouldn't say it's a big franchise, but it's pretty well beloved, like fantasy. I guess it's Netflix's version of, of Game of Thrones, but hopefully it won't peter out and turn into shit. Uh, watching the trailer, I mean, you know, it shows a bit of like magic fantasy stuff and I guess kind of drama debatey stuff, which is what you got from Game of Thrones. And I mean, I'm, I'm guessing the books are pretty good. I, I bought one, the like third video, you know, Witcher 3, which came out a few years ago. And 
I didn't play a whole ton of it or finish it, but you know, it was pretty highly acclaimed and I'm, I'm guessing it has some pretty good writing. So hopefully that transfers over to Netflix and then hopefully it gets a decent enough budget. I didn't see a whole lot from the trailer and I'm hoping that, you know, we see some more stuff coming from the show. Yeah, excited about The Witcher. I, I can't say much because I'm not really familiar with The rich Witcher, neither the book nor the uh, video game or, or anything else. It might have been adapted. Um, I guess now it's my turn. There's yeah. this big, big news that we're just going to be teasing throughout the podcast. And uh, I want you to bring it up. So this is kind of like, I guess, I want you to bring it up. You want me to bring it up. So I'm mm-hmm. going to find uh, something else here that came out of Comic-Con, which was Top Gun 2. I think it's called Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. It, Tom Cruise looks awesome as usual. He's an old man, but looks cool. I wouldn't mind hanging out with him, having a couple beers. And, uh, you know, a lot of exciting planes. Now, here's the thing about Top Gun, the first one. Everyone remembers it, and everyone talks about how cool it is, but it you sit down and watch it. It feels like a chore. I remember I watched it. I uh, didn't understand any of the uh, the flight scene, the jet scenes, the ba- dog battles or sky battles. Mm-hmm. But I did understand the story about the characters. There was Val Kilmer. There was uh, Maverick, Tom Cruise. And then there was Anthony Edwards. There was a love interest. Um. Anything you want to say about Top Gun 2? Well, I, ne- I never saw the original. I never really had any interest. It always seemed like a cheesy volleyball movie or something, where I guess it had fighter jets in it, too. It always seemed like more of a joke than a serious movie. But, like, <laughs> I don't know, Tom Cruise has been on such a roll with the Mission Impossible movies and, you know, the huge hit that was The Mummy that came out a couple of years ago. So, like, I'm watching the trailer for this, and it, it kind of feels like – nostalgic for like i think like back in the 90s we were like pretty big in the military movies or something and this kind of like feels like i don't i don't know it looks like it like tom cruise learned how to fly a fighter jet i'm guessing (laughs) i mean i think he's actually in that cockpit so i think it's gonna take some realism i think you're gonna like watch some actual fighter jets flying around in the sky in some kind of weird howard hughes-esque movie i'm guessing tom cruise is the new howard hughes you know he's (laughs) he's gonna spend months in the product on in production waiting for some goddamn clouds so you can see how fast the jets are flying <laughs> but i don't know it, it looks like like it looks like the kind of fun action movies that tom cruise has been making for a while and i'm pretty excited for it it looks like a fun summer blockbuster oh if you said it that way that they're going to use actual real jets in the movie and not cg jets then now i'm looking even more forward to it the only way i can give this movie a bad review is if they use cg jets well, like, I know a little bit about the plot where, like, oh, it's going to be because, you know, he's like an old jet fighter and it'll be like, oh, you know, manned versus unmanned. You know, what's it means to be a pilot versus like having drones in, in combat. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, they made some fake ass drones that look like weird CG garbage <laughs> to, like, maybe be like, oh, these are the drones. And I don't know, maybe Russians hack them or some shit. I don't know. And it's going to take Mav and, and the gang to to take down uh CG crap with like true American muster with the actual fighting jets or whatever. <laughs> so this movie, uh, Top Gun Two, when does it come out? Next year or this year? I think summer next year. Summer next year. So uh, Val Kilmer's got uh, over a year to lose all that weight. Oh boy, he did. He had cancer or some shit. Cancer. Tough rap when you catch it, but it's one of the ways to lose weight fast. Wait, am I being insensitive? I can never tell. Uh, if you delivered the joke better, it would be fine. That's one thing. I, I can do anything except deliver jokes well. Oh, yeah. Believe me, I can tell. <laughs> All right. So I guess that was mine. So now it's your turn. Uh, as far as not big news, there's only one other thing. I don't. There was. It didn't feel like there was a ton of news except for the, the big gigantic thing we'll talk about later. But... Uh, there was a very minor teaser for the Walking Dead movie that's going to be coming out. I don't know when because I didn't look it up because I wasn't interested because I don't care about the Walking Dead. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm bringing it up other than I remembered it. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, I haven't seen the teaser yet. I just heard about it. 
it's uh, not anything. It's almost like it's like a moving poster is pretty much what it is. So this is what happened. Uh, spoiler alert for the Walking Dead TV show. I don't know what season because I stopped watching it. Uh, Rick Grime, spoiler alert, dies on the TV show. And yeah. then right before he dies, it's announced that they're going to make a movie with him. So you know that he's not dead. So they're making a movie. Well, I guess you didn't watch the rest of that episode because, spoiler, he didn't die. He survived, landed on a, on like a riverbank and was saved by that trash lady. Oh, is it the trash lady from Home Alone Part 2 that lives in Grand Central Park? No, it's the trash lady from The Walking Dead. Oh, the weird one that was flirting with him. Naked picture, pictures of weird trash art when she's naked or something. I don't remember. <laughs> She was she was hitting on Rick in front of his wife Michonne in the previous episode. Is that that trash? Lady? I don't know. I I stopped watching the series. Only watched the episode where he was gonna die because that was the gimmick that got everyone drawed drew everyone back in. Everyone saw it was disappointed when they decided that Rick wasn't actually dead, but he was only gonna live for to make up three movies. Unless this movie turns out of shit, which it probably will. I think they're going to keep the budget down so they could turn in a profit. And uh, if there's enough of a demand. uh... Oh, here's something interesting. So speaking of sequels, what do you think we'll get a sequel to first? The Simpsons movie or Walking Dead movie? Uh, I I don't know how quickly quickly can they turn around these movies because... Oh, another bit of Comic-Con news. Anything I can get to not talk about the Simpsons movies. I mean, not the Simpsons movies. You see, I'm so in- disinterested from talking about Walking Dead. I chose to not say the words again. But uh, I, they said they were making two more Halloween movies, and they're coming out, like, in back-to-back years. So Halloween kills in 2020, and then Hollywood e- Halloween ends in 2021. So if you make a cheap-ass horror movie you can turn them around pretty quick so i'm guessing the walking dead sequel can be turned around in about a year if they so desire Ooh, that's as long as they plan it out if they have somebody like kevin feige or somebody like um uh, what's the name of blumhouse from the blumhouse jason studios blum. and jason blum maybe if they have like an architect where he has an idea where the story is going or has people that know where the story is going Oh, man, we're playing hot potato with the biggest news uh, Mm -hmm. that came out of Comic-Con. And I thought I had you, and then you had me. Um, I can't think of anything else to talk, except I'm going to have to pull out my wild card. So uh, we got the biggest, biggest studio that went to Comic-Con with a lot of properties. And uh, one of these properties that's going to be, that was featured at Comic-Con that we're so excited for. The Watchmen TV show on HBO. Really exciting trailer. And uh, everyone, I guess, is really excited because this is not a remake of the movie or a remake of the comic book, but it's a continuation. Where's everyone now? What's going on? You got some really nice uh, things that draw you in, like the cult of Rorschach. I want to know if these guys are going to be bad guys or, or good guys. Chaotic neutral. I don't know. Mm, I like that. And then What's you a get D&D thing. Oh, I don't know what that is. Just my my knowledge of D and D goes to um, Stranger Things, whatever they talk about. Those oh yeah, pictures. speaking of D and D, I think Netflix announced the animated D and D show brought to us by the Russo brothers. Wow, there was more Comic Con news than I realized. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm losing this game of hot potato. Do I have anything else to say? All right, I guess I have to deliver the news about the biggest studio here the biggest studio with the variety of characters that everyone wants to know about everyone uh craves that information uh dc comics what did they announce this year uh they were a no-show this year the dc studios as far as their productions of uh, wonder woman 1980 uh shazam 2 i'm sorry go ahead Wonder Woman 1984. Wonder Woman 1984. Not 1984. <laughs> Shazam 2, Black Adam, Lobo. Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2? Nope, none of that. There was a, a no-show from DC Studios. 
and uh, nobody said a thing. And when Marvel last year skipped Comic Con because they didn't have anything to present, did they skip uh, a, a couple? I think you're right. I think they skipped a couple. Everyone jumped on Marvel's ass. They're like, "Oh, superhero fatigue. Oh, they can't keep it up anymore. That's it. They're they're done. Nothing else to talk about." And with DC, they pardon them. See, it's not that easy coming to Comic Con every year and trying to wow them with new stuff. You gotta wait till you have something worth presenting to go to Comic Con. All right, it's your turn. Let's see. Let's see how you catch the hot potato or pass it to me. Well, I, I guess at this point, it's it's not worth it's not worth <laughs> missing out anymore. I mean, they they finally said it. Mar- Marvel had the big news, and they said that, yep, that's it. It's it's here. You were waiting for it. Season seven of Agents of Shield is going to be the last season of Agents of Shield. Oh, damn, you're winning, you're winning. We're already in the Marvel section. We've crossed the Marvel line. We're discussing Marvel. You've won. I, I surrender, I yield, you won. You were able to, uh, you know, pass the hot potato around. I got it in my hands. I burned. You did it. You talked about Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming to an end. That means that uh, I have to talk about it. Now, what do I talk about? Do I talk about the movie news or the TV show news? Since you mentioned Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess I will talk about the TV news and you will talk about the movie news and uh, you'll fill me in if I forget something because there was a lot of announcements. I think uh, Marvel Studios, tell me if you agree or disagree. And I'm also talking to the audience as well. So type it in the comment section of our YouTube video or download the Anchor app and send us a voicemail. Uh, TV news, they talked about the Hawkeye show. Everyone's excited to see the continuation of Hawkeye. First, Hawkeye was a joke in uh, the Avengers movie. In His first introduction was Thor, the first Thor movie uh, so many years ago. And they were like, oh, wow, this is exciting. You're starting to get that cross-promotion. You're going to see more and more Marvel characters. Then you see him in Avengers, and it's like, uh, it's not that impressive. You saw him in Avengers. Well, they gave him something to do in that movie because he was the bad guy. Yeah. You know, as opposed to just being a guy that shot at gods and aliens with a bow and arrow. <laughs> and you had him in a Avengers uh, Age of Ultron, which seems like he was really bitter as far as his character. I mean, like you said, in, in the first one, he had something to do. He was a bad guy. And he was a pretty cool bad guy, slowed down the Avengers. And then in Age of Ultron, it's like he was pouty. Then uh, you had him in Civil War, which I guess he took on the role of a, a mentor or like a guardian for Wanda. Then you had him in, uh, well, he wasn't in Infinity War. Everyone was in Infinity War except for Hawkeye. Didn't know what to do with him. Then you had him be awesome in a, Avengers Endgame. And now he's getting his own TV show. And from what I've seen and from what I've heard, everyone's excited about this Hawkeye show. Uh, the show is going to be about Hawkeye taking on a protege, training a Kate Bishop to take on the mantle. And uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus, not Netflix, not ABC, not any other channel, not Hulu, but on Disney Plus. So you got to make sure that you get your subscription if you want to catch these exciting Marvel shows. Uh, Who knows how these Marvel shows are going to tie into the movies because they've tried a couple of times and it hasn't worked out well. When uh, Netflix acquired Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, Jessica Jones, there was a little bit of connection or tie-in to the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but then nothing else happened. People were expecting to see Daredevil Civil War. You didn't get that. As far as you got on the TV shows, it was just like, uh, oh, you know, there was the incident, the alien invasion from Avengers, and everybody's rebuilding that's about it. Never addressed the Civil War, never addressed uh, Ultron or anything else. Are you looking forward to uh, Hawkeye? Uh, well, it depends and how it's good. If it's good, the only reason I care about it is A, if it's good, obviously, and B is like how much, how, uh, how well does it, does it uh, intertwine with whatever's going on in the movies? Because everybody knows the only thing that matters are the movies. And um, that's going to be interesting how it intertwines. I think Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done a a decent job of intertwining with the movies because they had the first season reference it. 
and then in later seasons they would kind of connect it i think uh when they were doing thor the dark world one of thor's uh warriors it was the girl appeared in an episode of agents of shield they talked about the hydra infiltrating shield while colson well i mean the agents of shield never affected the movies i don't feel like i missed out on anything from by missing out on agents of shield i mean they incorporated things from the movies into the show but they didn't i mean maybe an actor some shield agent from the show played a shield agent in the movie but I, I, i don't know it's hard to say. I don't know how well Agents of Shield played into into the movies, and frankly, I don't care. Yeah, which I uh, guess it shows the failing of the show. That's what I guess. If we made it to seven <laughs> seasons, then I guess it would had some some amount of success. Yeah, it, I guess it was just time to hang it up. You know, there's that old rule that when you go into space, uh, it's pretty much that's the end of your show. You got nowhere else to go. And that's where agents of shield, I believe is right now, or where they just came from space. The next show. Wow. Um, do you want to mention it or should I? Well, there's a whole litany of shows. So that depends what show. Wanda. Cause you're going backwards. You're oh, going all backwards. over the place. You're not even going by date or release. You're just going by what you remember. Yeah. I'm just going by. Remember there was just so much information. I didn't have time to organize in the notes. So I have a Wanda vision which is Wanda and Vision. I don't know how that's going to work out because Vision, spoiler alert, died in an Avenger movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you know about Wanda Vision? Well, this will bleed into my section, but uh, well, Wanda Vision is supposed to take place post Endgame, so you know it it has to deal with that, especially with Vision being dead. You, I guess, you can assume it takes place. Or, like, you know, maybe there's some, in, like, because there was a lot of rumor, like, oh, uh, Shuri, at the end of Infinity War, was able to, to separate the Soul Stone from Vision. So she was able to, like, get a, like, a time machine backup of a Vision on her hard drive, and then we'll get to see a new Vision that doesn't need the Soul Stone, for the Mind Stone. So uh, Vision will make a comeback in Endgame, but I guess he died. But, you know, we weren't really told that, so I'm curious if, you know, uh, Wakanda somehow plays into this. But also... Uh, so, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in the next Doctor Strange movie. So I'm curious if the show WandaVision will be a little bit of required viewing because maybe it might maybe lead into the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, that's going to be tough because I know, um, most people are movie people and they're not much of a... TV people. You're just going to have the hardcore fans that are going to keep up with both the TV show and the movie. But I mean, how hardcore are the fans if they didn't support the Netflix shows? It's your fault why the shows got canceled. Or you got shows like Arrow going on to DC's Arrow going on to like 10 seasons and like the Netflix shows only got like two or three seasons. So you're going to be completely lost if they do have a tie in between the movie and the show. Next show, and I'm really excited about this one. It's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So you got two cool characters. And from what I think, correct me if I'm wrong, this show is about determining who's going to carry Captain America's mantle, or in this case, his shield. Who's going to be the next Captain America? You got Falcon, you got Winter Soldier, you got their adventures. And uh, one of my favorite villains is going to be in the show, uh, Zemo. Yeah, so I guess you can think of it as a semi-sequel to Civil War and, you know, the after the events of Endgame. So that, that'll be fun. I guess it'll be kind of like a, not buddy cop, but, you know, it'll be a buddy movie where like, oh, Winter, Winter Soldier and Falcon are going to, you know, butt heads with each other as they, you know, try and try and take down remnants of Hydra or whatever. And, you know, they're going to Riggs and Murtaugh their, their way through <laughs> all around the world, I guess. And fun spy adventures. Yeah, will we see Sam Jackson, Nick Fury in a couple of episodes? He did make a few appearances or maybe one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the TV show. Will we see him in this one giving advice? Yeah, but I mean, you got to wonder if like, you know, I can't remember the actors' names, but I wonder if they feel a little dirty like, hey, I was going to be the next Captain America on a Disney show streaming show that <laughs> not everybody's probably going to watch. Maybe I'll be in an Avengers movie, maybe. And then we got the what if is it is it what if or is it the Watcher? 
Uh, it's called show. What If. What If. So this is uh, one actor that I really like that we always talk about him. We're surprised he doesn't have his own meme. The uh, CIA agent from the James Bond movies with the blonde-haired guy, Daniel Craig. Well, the it's probably... Well, no, you finished saying your sentence before I correct you. Jeffrey Wright, the actor who's also known on Westworld, is going to oh, yeah, voice. He's an animated act. Uh, it's, it's What If is an animated show with the Watcher who watches things and does uh, What If This Would Happen. And uh, Jeffrey Wright is going to voice that character. Um, so I guess it's going to be the first Marvel Universe show that's animated or project animated. Yeah, I'm guessing this was the only way they could work out, like, because they're, they're, they're having a lot of, like, the actual actors from, like, the movies come back, and I guess the only way you could actually get them to come back is by, like, you know, coming into a VO booth in their PJs and not really having to <laughs> look presentable. So, like, yeah, I'll be on your show, because I guess I'll already be in Cul- Culver City or Burbank or whatever. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll record a couple lines for this show, whatever, who cares. I'll record your Marvel Twilight Zone, whatever. <laughs> and and it's going to be exciting um, because everyone's going to be like oh man what if this happened what if Captain America never got his powers what if uh, uh, Superman's spaceship landed on a different country you, you got all these wow what, what if Superman was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> but the thing about what ifs is that I've read uh, or I've got the gist of the comic series what is and you know correct me if i'm wrong people write in the comment sections maybe you know more than me because as a collection we know more than the individual uh but what ifs always end the same way so you know if you had like a what if where steve rogers never got the serum he would still get his power somehow you know you can't escape destiny i think that's what Thanos said and maybe that's the spoiler of the what if show can't escape your destiny yeah, I think I saw what if we're like, what if Uncle Ben survived? And then like, you know, he hung around Spider-Man for a while and then eventually he got shot. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess none of it mattered. Are there any more shows? As far as my notes, those are the ones that I have. There's one more you're missing. That's uh, Loki. Oh, the Loki show. How did I forget the Loki show? He's uh, everyone's favorite. Every Marvel head's favorite villain, Loki. Anything else we have to add about him? Uh, this is not the good guy Loki that took him, what, three Thor movies to redeem himself and an Avengers movie. This is uh, old school villain Loki from uh, the effects of uh, time travel from Avengers Endgame that, you know, you had these two uh, Avenger characters, Iron Man and Ant-Man, that can hold their own, but somehow, no matter who Ant-Man works with, he always seems to mess things up anything else <laughs> anything else well, i don't know because you always me? end your sentences with i'm not sure if they're questions or not you just kind of ramble into a stop but yeah so <laughs> so this yeah it's an alternate reality loki that didn't die from infinity war and survived after you know the events of endgame and it's being like there's there was like some concept art that was like thrown around there was like oh uh, Loki in 1970s New York or whatever. So it seems like it'll be a weird time travel movie show or something. I don't know. These shows is not, there's not a whole lot of information about them that's come out yet. Just minor tidbits here and there. So, I mean, we'll see what happens as, as their release dates get closer, but that, that's about all we know for those. But from what you told me, it sounds like Loki's going to be Marvel, Marvel's universe version of, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, time travel, and uh, just you got this collection of characters that try to do their thing and not mess up the timeline or change things. Well, it's curious because you know you're following a, your protagonist is a villain. So what's his weekly adventures of him dicking over? <laughs> I'm looking forward to out of all the shows, the way you describe Loki, I'm looking forward to that one in first place what are you looking forward to in first place i think what if i mean e- even if it doesn't matter it, it had because because it doesn't matter canonically it had it had it can take more risks and like be a little more interesting and creative and take uh, be more uh, interest i don't know just, just it can it can delve deeper into weirdness i guess so i guess i can say that i'm looking forward to that 
even though it's an animated show and for the most part animated shows are kind of made on a shitty budget so like it might not look as good but you know this is disney we're talking about so we'll see and now we're moving on we're, we're done with the tv right yeah that's now it. we're moving on to the main shows. event uh, Marvel did not announce their full Phase Four schedule, correct? Actually, they did. That was th- this was the full Phase Four. Oh, it's okay. only it's only two years, and it's only five shows, and it's only five movies. Okay, so this is the full Marvel Phase Four. Go. What are you announcing first? Okay, uh, first on the block, Black Widow, uh, coming out in May 2020. Uh. I don't know. I mean, it feels pretty like, you know, you're coming off the high of the end game. And I guess, you know, uh, Far From Home was a fun little detour. So I'm curious how this is going to play out. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it'll it'll probably still be a fun romp. Hopefully it won't, you know, shit the bed or anything. Feeling pretty small. Uh, a spoiler, but I guess, you know, since it's it's technically officially released, the, the villain for this is going to be the Taskmaster who's kind of like a, a quirky kind of cult villain. I know he was like in Marvel versus fighting games. Uh, he recently did a, like, a, he was like kind of a side villain in the Spider-Man PS4 game. That was a fun bit of play to go, like to experience him in. Uh, he's pretty cool. Cause like, oh, he can, he can like see anyone's fighting style and match it. So that'll be fun to see him interact. Uh, they haven't announced who's playing him. I don't think so. I guess we're waiting for some announcement to see who who's going to play him. And uh, with the Black Widow, um, like every Marvel fan, I was waiting, waiting for a Black Widow movie. They just couldn't figure it out how to incorporate it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And when they finally did, spoiler alert in Endgame, Black Widow dies, and so did my uh, my desire to see a Black Widow movie. Once she died, I was like, uh don't need to see a black widow movie and they i guess this because she died is going to take place after civil war i was like well you know i don't care i know how her story ends i don't need to see the show and when they mentioned taskmaster which i don't know if you still remember but we saw the ultimate spider-man cartoon show with spider-man deadpool and the taskmaster it seems like a fun villain i'm also looking forward to it now now marvel's got me hook line and sinker yeah, so it, it should be, I mean, it's their May, like, normally they save their movies for May for, like, to be, like, pretty big, but, I mean, I guess Scarlett Johansson's a big enough draw. We'll, we'll see what happens. So, uh, the the second movie to come out in, 20, second and only other movie to come out in 2020 is The Eternals, which, I guess, it, it's another stab at kind of more cosmic, cosmic uh, entities in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which we'll see what happens. So I'm, you know, they're trying to stray away from earth. So, cause I guess there's more interesting stories to tell that are in the far reaches of space, even though the Eternals are based on earth. I don't know, whatever. Now this one, when it was announced and the way Kevin Feige described it, uh, not announced at comic con, but announced before, uh, I wasn't excited about it. And then as it got closer to comic con and during comic con, they announced the cast and I'm looking forward to it now. Angelina Jolie, you got the really funny guy, Camille Nanjiani. Camille Nanjiani. You got, uh, I don't know how Selma Hayek is going to fit into this, but hey, I'll, I'll give her a try because she was in a lot of my favorite films in the 90s and 2000s. Um, so I'm excited for this one now. Kevin Feige can do no wrong. He's pretty much the Chris Nolan of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this is their new version of Guardians. I mean, it seems weird and off off the beaten path but i mean guardians was and it became a huge mega franchise and you know we'll see like you said marvel can do no wrong but just a couple of like extra points or bullet points to say about eternals is they uh they mentioned to be this they're like because the celestials are kind of like the people that give the eternals their orders if you're a, a comic book nerd and you know about the celestials uh, this might be some foreshadowing for, I guess, Phase 5 because all of Phase 4 is announced. But uh, Galactus is like a shunned out uh, Celestial. Like he was a Celestial that turned rogue or something. So Galactus is a pretty major villain for the Fantastic Four. So maybe coming down the pipeline. I mean, Fantastic Four wasn't announced for Phase 4, which would make sense. Or maybe it makes too much sense, which is why you announced him for Phase 5. 
<laughs> but uh, we might be seeing the the framework being set up for phase five with the Eternals. Ooh, it's it's very interesting how you're describing the setup for phase five because when they did phase one, they didn't know how long the series would last and how much support the audience would give them. That's why Iron Man, it was kind of like, uh, you know, hey, whatever, Avengers project. Uh, we hope we can do it, but we're probably not going to do it. And then people kept supporting the Marvel projects. It's like, holy shit, now we got to do an Avengers movie. And then as they went on the phase two and phase three, um, it, it kind of seemed like they weren't sure how long it was going to last. They were worried about superheroes fatigue. But now the way you mention it, it seems like superheroes, especially Marvel Studios, are here to stay for a while. And, and it's very interesting to see how it's going to take form. And I guess we're going to be getting Secret Wars eventually. We don't know in which phase, but it seems like with all of these uh, projects coming up, that's the direction. It's Secret Wars. Yeah, but that probably, I mean, you have like so much set Secret Wars, I think. I mean, they did, I mean, I, we haven't gotten to the end of all the announcements from this phase, but there's no like major crossover movie in this. There's no like Avengers movie in this phase. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what these movies, you know, are setting up as the big bad for the, for the foreseeable future. But right now it just kind of feels like a bunch of standalone movies. That's right. It, it always culminates with an Avengers movie, but it seems like uh, the threat has been neutralized for now and, and we don't need the Avengers to save us, right? Whereas in the first Avengers movie, they introduced this big threat that it's Thanos is eventually going to come. I guess because we saw the granddaddy of all Avengers movies and it just the, the most majorous culmination of all of all cinematic crossoveriness then i guess this phase four is the essentially the refractory period of the marvel cinematic universe so you know things might be toned down a bit what do you have for us next all right so then there's three movies coming out in 2021 uh first one in february is shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and uh i don't know a ton about shang chi but it seems like i mean it might be what what uh black panther did for uh the African community that Shang-Chi, I guess, can do for the Asian community, which, I mean, Black Panther was a huge hit. Uh, Shang-Chi could potentially do the same thing. Um, and okay. I guess... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, uh, I was you just go gonna ahead. Say, I was just going to say that I was... Um, I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm curious what they're going to do with it. Every time they try something new, I'm mm -hmm. curious to see what they do with new projects or new ideas. Yeah, and also, I mean, just a little bit. Oh, Shang Chi is like a martial artist, and you know where Shang Chi can succeed, where Iron Fist failed. You know, maybe he can bring back a little bit more, uh, like that '70s style kung fu movies that were so popular back then. You know, so when was the last time we saw a decent kung fu movie? I I hope uh, Shang. -Chi... Does Jackie oh, and Chan also, uh, eh, he's he's too old. But uh, the last decent kung fu movie, I would say, if you count Jackie Chan, would be Rush Hour. Yeah, but I was like, what, 97, 98? Yeah, so it's been a long time. We're due for, uh, like you said, kung fu film. Decent one. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then also for Shang-Chi, uh, they're going to bring in the real Mandarin. I know a lot of people were upset about the Mandarin from Iron Man 3, so... The Mandarin's going to be in this and hopefully maybe possibly a cameo from Ben Kingsley playing the fake Mandarin. Hopefully, because uh, what has he been up to? You know, you got this talented actor, Ben Kingsley, and just uh, disappeared from the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. What uh, do we got next, next? Please don't interrupt me. <laughs> uh, next next uh, is May, coming out in May is uh, Doctor Strange. In the Multiverse of Madness. Now, I, I, I mean, based on the title alone, you think this has the most potential to be the most weird and out there movie. I mean, like they're, they're pinning this as going to be like the first MCU horror movie. And I mean, Doctor Strange introduced some pretty creative visuals back when it first came out. So Multiverse of Madness, you've got to imagine it's going to go pretty off the wall this time around. Oh, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, you got uh, Scott Dickerson, I believe it's the director. Of the first one, uh, he's got experience directing horror movies, directed Sinister. And I'm looking forward to see how he does with that blend of superhero films and horror films. 
Sorry, uh, New Mutants, 20th Century Fox. That was supposed to be the first uh, superhero horror movie, and we didn't get it. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange, and something that all the fans are looking forward to as well is the multiverse. We got a tease of the multiverse in Spider-Man Far From Home, and everyone just started speculating and guessing off the walls. And uh, if you see Spider-Man, I'm sorry about that. If you see Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, you realize that we didn't get as much of the multiverse as we would have liked. And uh, hey, while we're talking about Spider-Man Multiverse, when you're done watching this video, check out our review of uh, Spider-Man Multiverse. That's enough shameless plugging. Continue. Hmm. Well, yeah. So, I mean, they got freaking Justin Roiland, the co-creator of Rick and Morty, to like, they brought him along for the first Doctor Strange. I don't know if he'll be coming back. Uh, You getting a heart attack? You getting robbed, buddy? No, uh, I'm just uh, in my office and the fire trucks pass by there going down the street. But thank you for your concern. I don't care. (laughs) I I guess, you know, you get the co-creator of Rick and Morty involved in your first movie. I don't know if you're back for this movie or I don't know what you plan. It's called Multiverse of Madness. You got to have some crazy visuals. Maybe we're seeing it 3D. I'm not going to see it in 3D. But hey, I'm throwing it out there. And also, like I said before, Scarlet Witch is going to be in this. So, you know, kind of tying back into like what Marvel promised from phase three, like, oh, our movies are going to be kind of buddy movies from now on. So like, you know, we'll incorporate other characters so it can be a little more interesting than having them kind of be solo movies. So, you know, you have two different kinds of weird magician-y people, you know, going around the multiverse. Hopefully it sounds like a fun romp. And uh, just to add what you said, uh, we're going to be getting more buddy movies. So uh, I guess the audience depends how you feel. I mean, we're going to have to wait longer to get the ensemble Avengers movies, but to tie us over, we get more buddy films. Are you guys okay with that? Or it's like, no, we got to have an Avengers movie every phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, take it away. All right. And then the last movie announced for Phase 4 coming out in November 2021 is Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, with, my uh, God. Taika Waititi returning as director. Uh, you got your uh, Thor, obviously. I don't know if he's going to be fat or skinny or in the middle. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, Valkyrie's coming back. Strangely enough, also announced Jane Foster, the uh, plank of wood that Thor was dating back in the first two Thor movies. And she returns. <laughs> And in an interesting turn of events, to, in following the comic books, she will be playing Thor, the titular Thor. Oh, man. I, I hope we get fat Thor in this. Um, I heard some YouTuber talking about Comic-Con, and he said, oh, they must have offered her a... Uh, Natalie Portman seemed like she didn't want to come back to the Thor movies. And he said, they must have offered her a boatload of movie uh, a boatload of money <laughs> a boatload of money to come back but i'm thinking uh she probably didn't have anything else going on she did the what was the cowboy movie she did that bombed and the movie. sci-fi movie i think it's called jane's got a gun janie's got a oh gun. jane foster's got a gun well now she has a hammer thank you thank you <laughs> how long are you gonna be here till uh, I don't know, another 10 minutes or whenever we end this schlock. So we got another 10 minutes to enjoy your jokes, but uh, Natalie Portman uh, hasn't been doing very well on her own when she decided to leave um, Marvel, that she didn't want to come back. She did the Annihilation sci-fi film. People didn't like that. They were confused by it. Um, she did the Jackie Kennedy movie. She did a couple of projects in between, but I'm not going to mention it because we got things to do. I mean, Jane got a gun, that cowboy movie. Um, yeah, she she hasn't done anything impressive on her own, and I guess she really does need that Marvel money. So anybody say, they must have offered her a lot of money. Hey, guys, come on, be real. Well, I mean, I, she's a pretty A-list, I guess, name. I mean, I, do, I didn't mention, or I guess we mentioned it, but Eternals, you got Angie, Angie Jolene and her a lot of her... Uh, Resumes filled with trash, but I mean, she's probably still one of the highest paid actresses next to Scarlett Johansson and I guess Natalie Portman. Oh, well said. 
And uh, one of the things that I'm also excited is guess who's going to be in it? Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. So it's going to be, uh, you got a great ensemble cast. You got talented actors in it. And this is another one that I'm looking forward to. Every, every uh, movie that you announced, I'm really excited for. I mean, they didn't mention it, but my fingers are crossed that you bring on the weirdo known as Beta Ray Bill. Who've also played Thor, I think. But, you know, if you got Jane Foster playing Thor, then I don't know if Beta Ray will ever see Beta Ray Bill. I don't know. But are we ever going to see Omega Red in an X-Men movie? I'd like to. We'll never know. Now, here's the thing. I got a question for you. When do you want to see Beta Ray Bill? Do you want to see him in... Uh... I, tomorrow, if I could. <laughs> the Thor... Uh... Uh, what is it called? Thor Guardians of the Galaxy movie, which everyone is labeling as Guardians of the Galaxy, or do you want to see him in Thor 4? Eh, I'll take him when I can get him. I know nothing about this character. I don't know what he's like. I I don't know. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? I guess he's a good guy because he played Thor, or he was the God of Thunder once, but all I know is he looks funny. I'd like to see him on the big screen, played by some famous actor in a small voice actor mocap role or whatever just give me beta ray bill marvel is really good at hiring big actors to do the mocap suit you know james spader did uh, ultron mm-hmm. and uh so on and so on what else do you have for us so that was it that was it for movies announced for phase four so it's like phase four seems pretty sparse like i said before you only have five movies and five shows so it's like what do I, I mean, I like these Marvel movies. Doesn't feel like I have a lot being offered to me. Well, the future is also pretty bright. I mean, it's not necessarily phase five or six or 12 or whatever, but we also got the announcement that Blade is coming back, being played by Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali. Multi Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali? I think he won two, correct? Moonlight and Green Book. Green I think Room. so. Uh, if you guys Green know. Mile. Because, you know, we're smarter as a collective, not as an individual. If you know, uh, help us out in the comment section of our YouTube video. I'm excited for that one, too. See how uh, Makrishal Ali, because he's known more as a dramatic actor. I want to see how he does as uh, in an action role. And maybe Blade would also be a horror film. I mean, it's sh- well, two things. It, it should be a horror movie and B, I think it should probably be R-rated, right? Correct. Just like the original with Wesley Snipes that came out in the 90s. And maybe Wesley Snipes should come back and play like Old Man Blade in replacing the role of Whistler. Like we don't need Whistler, but if we got Old Man Blade played by Wesley Snipes, I could dig it. Oh, that would be great! Like uh, Blade finds somebody similar to him, Herschel Ali, and trains him. Yeah, why not? That that that's what everybody wants. They're hoping first they were hoping to get uh, Wesley Snipes to come back as Blade, and mm-hmm. then they were hoping. Uh, well, you know, how about a cameo from Blade or Blade to be in the movie? Because, I mean, Wesley Snipes to be in the movie because he made Blade cool. And, and um, he was a big part of, of Blade being part of our, our culture and, and watching the movies. And then you had Blade Trinity where everyone just like. Uh, uh, Starring Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool and his comedy in this movie. And it's like, I think we've had enough Blade. You, uh, New well, Line we Cinema, had enough you, shitty blade. <laughs> New Line Cinema, you disrespected us and gave us this. But hey, they gave you Blade. Yes, and we're looking forward to Blade. We don't know when it's coming. We don't know if it's going to be a TV show or a movie. Correct? I mean, it has to be a movie. You don't get Mahershala Ali and not make it a movie, right? Correct. He's I mean, a pretty big draw. Yeah, he was on True Detectives, the feature film, HBO Studios. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was a show. And I mean, had... True Detective was pretty highly acclaimed in the first season. Not so much the second. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about the third. I, I don't know if it's good or bad. Nobody talked about the third season, so I don't know. Yeah, hey, people, let us know right in the comment section of our YouTube video. What did you think about uh, True Detective? I haven't seen the first one, second, or third one. Let us know if it's something that we should watch. There's so much TV out there. I don't know what to watch. I guess just reruns of Bob's Burgers. Reruns of Bob's Burgers, and uh, now that they're now that they got canceled, all those uh, Marvel Netflix shows. Eh, you don't need to watch those. They don't matter. Just like Agents of Shield doesn't matter. Just like Agent Carter doesn't matter. Just like Inhumans doesn't matter. Oh, well said. 
We're supposed to get an Inhumans movie, I think. I don't remember. I just saw somebody not anymore. No. Share a screen. I guess Eter- Eternals is, I guess, now kind of that. Some weird cosmic entities are, you know, saving the day or whatever. We didn't get the Inhumans, and they turned out to a shitty show. Maybe it could have been a decent movie. I don't know. And when that Phase Three announcement came out, people were pretty excited for Inhumans. We're not getting that. We're getting the Eternals. We'll see. The what's interesting is how you mentioned um, all these Marvel movies, and in a way, you can see how they're connected to the Marvel universe and the Marvel films. But Blade, I don't know how they're going to connect that into the Marvel movies. And what would be cool if they do with Blade what they did with Deadpool, where it's its own standalone film. Mm-hmm. What else do you yeah. have for us? Uh, I mean, that's kind of it for actual like actual announcements. Announcements that I mean the the five movies, five shows, Blade, but it, that's kind of TBA. Uh, also, there were vague promises of the Fantastic Four, which was, I mean, Kevin Feige just said he's excited that they're getting the Fantastic Four. I mean, I am too, even though I'd never seen them in anything decent, and I know nothing about them. But hopefully it's good. I'm excited, nonetheless. I just know from the I, TV guessing... show that they got hit by Cosmic Rays. Well, I mean, that's also from the comic book and every any other material Fantastic Four has ever been in, so yeah. Cosmic Except for that one anything. movie they released where um, they released a movie so they don't lose the rights with uh, Michael B. Jordan and uh, who else was in it? Jamie Bell and Roger a bunch Corman. of other people. Yeah, Roger Corman. And they didn't get their powers from Cosmic Rays. They got it from uh, another dimension. Well, well, there could have been Cosmic Rays from that dimension. Mm. Maybe they don't have an ozone layer. I don't know. Well said. What else do you have for us? Any other announcements from Comic Con? Well, just just back to that. It was just it's another vague announcement. He didn't like he didn't say the word, but he said like Kevin Feige announced mutants were going to be in the MCU. He didn't say X Men. He said mutants. So I don't know who's to say. Maybe he's taking a break from X Men because Dark Phoenix was such a hot piece of garbage. <laughs> like you know, you want to stray away from the X Men. Maybe you can bring in mutants. I don't know. But I mean. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, that's going to be tough. Now that they got the uh, all the characters from 20th Century Fox, uh, now we're not going to get a lot of these rando characters there, that where they took risks and actually uh, did something exciting. You know, they, they didn't have all those A-list or popular characters, so they took risks on Guardians of the Galaxy and gave us something cool. Uh, with Phase 4, they still don't have those uh, 20th Century Fox characters, but they took a risk with Chi Chi, a Black Widow on her own movie. So, mm-hmm. uh, does this mean that we're going to get less uh, obscure characters? I get. I mean, yeah. Now that they have everybody, now now they can focus on writing, you know, movies for these hugely popular characters. But I guess you know they they just because they didn't foresee a Fox deal coming early on. Who knows how long these movies have been in development for? So, yeah, sequels to things we know properties that nobody's ever heard of before let's bring them into the fold but now that we have the major franchises maybe in a couple of years you know for phase five maybe this is why phase four is so short short so they could phase five being the major comeback for marvel maybe that's when we you know we see all those huge properties coming back in and when do you think we'll hear about phase five do you think we'll hear about phase five at d23 coming up later this year or next year comic-con or after we're almost done with phase four i'm gonna say that there's gonna be like little tidbits of information sprinkled throughout throughout phase four like because i other than blade all of these movies that like i mentioned were pretty much like already had announcements or news up like we already knew a black widow movie was coming out we already knew shang chi was coming out we kind of more recently knew about uh eternals and thor we knew a Doctor Strange movie was coming down the pipeline at some point. So those weren't super, you know, exciting news. Uh, Blade was exciting. Uh, we don't know anything about Guardians 3. We know that's going to have to come out. Black Panther, we don't know anything about. That's got to come out. Captain Marvel, that's got to come out eventually. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing as as in the, in the years of Phase 4, we'll eventually hear about like when those movies are going to be released, I guess maybe you'll you'll kick off Phase Five with like 
Guardians 3, I guess, because people are so excited for that. And then, you know, the little nuggets will come. And then right right after, you know, the Comic-Con after Doctor Strange comes out, because that's in the summer, you know, maybe you'll get a full-blown announcement. Phase 5 is coming out, and here's what's going on for the slate. And then, you know, crossover event, maybe you'll get a new Avengers or you'll get new whatever. I don't think we'll see Secret Wars. I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of mysterious vagueness coming out for Phase 5, but I'm assuming that's that's the one to be excited for. And for anyone asking about Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you're going to have to wait because there was a Twitter from James Gunn where somebody asked them, oh, I was really sad that we didn't get a, an announcement of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, volume or the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And he says, oh, well, you know, I need to finish first Suicide Squad before I can move on to oh, Guardians yeah, of the that's Galaxy. that's coming out. So, uh, yeah. yeah, don't expect anything from Guardians of the Galaxy until James Gunn finishes Suicide Squad. And then whatever time it takes for him to work on a script and, and pre-production. And once they have something, then we'll start hearing about Guardians of the Galaxy. But how long it's going to take. Well, with any luck, it'll hopefully... Well, I don't know when Suicide Squad's coming out. I'm guessing next year, maybe? Maybe 2021? Who's to say? But I'm, I'm guessing James Gunn's had Guardians 3 in the back of his mind, and then there was just that bit of a stumbling block where he got fired for no damn good reason. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure the seeds of of uh, Volume 3 were already, always planted in his head. Now he just has to fl- flesh it out and then actually get the damn thing made, hopefully, <laughs> at the beginning of Phase 5. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens because um you know, Marvel has Studios has proven itself. They have a wide range of characters. They have new characters to play around with. Uh they have I guess so many Marvel superhero characters and villains in line waiting for their own project and now it's just like uh like a nightclub and you got this bouncer, you can come in, you can come in, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, you can come in, not you Venom. <laughs> And Venom's like, but I know Amy Pascal. Who? <laughs> Kevin Feige walks out of the club and tells Venom, here, give uh, Amy this sandwich. She left it here. What else we got from Comic-Con? Anything else? I mean, it seems like we covered all the exciting stuff. We covered mm-hmm. the big deal. We saved the best for last. Yeah. Well, I just, just for, for some closing thoughts for Phase 4, uh, like I said, it's only two years long and there's only five movies and five shows. So I'm curious if like, like, you know, Bob Iker, the man himself came down and said to Kev to Kevin, like, Hey, I want people to pay for this Disney subscription show or Disney subscri- subscription streaming service. Can you make some shows that, you know, people will give a damn about our streaming service. So I'm curious if like, you know, they might not have a huge impact on the movies, but like if a decent amount of clout is being put into the shows where like, Hey, they'll, there won't be necessarily required viewings, but there'll be, you know, pretty necessary, like, you know, like meaty viewing, like, Hey, I want to watch Falcon and the winter soldier. Cause you know, it's a good show and might have little sprinklings for the movies or whatever, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that, that might be some reason why phase four is so short. Just like, Hey, it's like, it doesn't seem like a lot here, but I mean, if you include the shows, it feels a little. It feels a little more impactful. Hopefully, the shows matter. Yeah, well said. I like. I like how you included your your thoughts in that because I was just so hyped up with all these news that I didn't stop to think. Hey, Phase Four is really short, and we got some few projects. And then you're saying, No, 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 hold on. I know we're gonna make a few movies, but hey, we also got some shows to fill you fill you up. And the shows are multiple episodes, and maybe they're gonna be an hour hour long each episode so you got plenty of content to carry you over until phase five yeah so there's not there's you you know you're not sparse for content assuming you're shelling out premium prices for a a streaming service you may or may not want you know hopefully hopefully you're getting bang for your buck when the shows come out and hopefully you feel satisfied and you feel like you're getting a more a richer more interesting uh mcu out of it you know i I know some of the mcu 
like super hardcore nerds that feel like eh, the Marvel movies feel inconsequential because whatever happened in in like one movie doesn't matter in the next movie. Like you don't feel the ramifications of Endgame from watching Far From Home. You know, maybe that'll matter. Like you know, maybe in these smaller contained shows that happen like on Disney, maybe they'll feel a little more weighty because I don't know they're more wrapped up in their own storyline or whatever. Who's to say? I don't even know if these shows are going to get second seasons if they're their own miniseries. There's a lot up in the air, and we'll see what happens. And you're right with Bob Iger. He really wants uh, Disney streaming service to take off, so he's got these five Marvel shows plus all those Disney films that we love, uh, as well as uh, Mandalorian, which is building up its hype. Uh, what else are they? Oh, The Simpsons. Simpsons is going to be exclusive to Disney Plus. That for that reason alone, I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah, we better watch all those Simpsons episodes on um, the FX show before they go away. Simpsons World. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Mal- them, whatever they're on YouTube. If you try hard enough, they're all split into three parts for some reason. They're also on iTunes, and uh, but that costs yeah, but that costs money. money. I want to you know <laughs> go on YouTube. Watch every episode split into three parts, thrown in ad blocks, so I don't have to watch ads, even though there should be ads on, you know, Fox ain't getting a dime of that, maybe, I don't know. Hey, but people, please uh, don't ad block our videos, because we really need that ad sense to keep our pirate ship afloat. I don't and, think you uh, can ad block uh, Spotify or whatever, whatever or other audio, whatever's. Just ad block the shit videos. out of YouTube, just don't, just don't ad block Spotify. But but don't ad block our, our YouTube videos. If if you saw an ad in this video, uh, good job. Thank you for supporting Click us. on it, install the dumb <laughs> shitty mouse clicker app, whatever. Just, you know. If you did not see an ad on this video, how dare you take off ad blocker right now for our video so you can see our ads support us. After you see our videos, put it back on because you don't need to waste your time on mm. other people's videos. Well, like... You don't like maybe watch. You don't need to watch the whole thing through, but like I think if you push the skip ad button, we you don't get the money. I don't know how it goes, but you know just watch it. Or if you don't get served an ad, just reload the page until you get an ad. Oh man, that sounds so complicated. I think I'm just gonna get a real job instead of relying on the kindness of strangers. I don't know. I see a lot of people on off ramps. They seem to be doing pretty well. I mean, how'd they get that cardboard or that sharpie? <laughs> Or the cell phone. Yes, today, or the people, phone. People that hang out in the off-ramp uh, more and more are using cell phones. Mm. Now, what's interesting about Comic-Con, and we just talked about Mandalorian, was there any Star Wars news? Because we got a movie coming out. Uh, not, not really. I'm guessing D23 will have more for that. Was, was Star Wars Celebration already happened? May 5th? Or may the, may the 5th be with you? I don't know. I'm not a huge enough Star Wars fan. I mean, I spent like hours researching this MCU shit, but I, I don't care enough about Star Wars to know what happened. The only thing I know that came out of it was like they show the Sith Trooper, which is just a red stormtrooper. Yay. Other than that, I don't know what else came out. Yeah, so I guess they're saving that for D23. And from what I've heard of D23, expect more Marvel news. I don't know how if they already gave us so much at comic-con unless they were holding a big bomb for d23 do you think we got everything from um comic-con or do you Uh, think there's something else at d23 well my 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 suspicion is my my intuition tells me that i think the major announcement comes here at comic-con and then you know i think for d23 they'll go a little more in depth maybe they'll have a little more footage from like black widow or something to show I don't think they have any more bombs to drop. I think at this point, they're just, you know, detailing what they've already announced. I think they, they, they're going to focus so much on phase four. I don't think to like majorly to show and surprise audiences with. All right. Other than maybe the, the casting of whoever Taskmaster is going to be for Black Widow. Oh, so uh, everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast, our discussion on comic-con 2019 our a simple guide a complete guide an in-depth guide to comic-con 2019 and hey 
we love you all just for hanging out with us because you stuck with us for over an hour. That makes you awesome. If you can hang out with us for over an hour, there's nothing you can't do. And uh, click that subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. You're guaranteed more success and luck in your life if you do. Uh, watch another video of us if you're listening to us on YouTube. If not, hey, thank you for taking us on the go on Spotify. Download that Anchor app. Send us a voicemail. We want to know what you thought about Comic-Con 2019. What's your favorite thing? Don't list all your favorite things. You got to narrow it down to one thing. And if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, write down in the comment section your favorite thing. One thing that you liked announced at Comic-Con. Not a list. Everybody likes to put a whole list. That's too easy. We want to make it tough on you. We want your brain to hurt. So list your favorite thing, what you're most excited for. Anything you, you want to add? Uh, just, uh, I just want to say, uh, for all the motherfuckers out there listening, <laughs> don't try to upskate uphill. <laughs> don't, that's it. I think that's an Easter egg or uh, um, what your favorite news was from Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So figure it out what that is. If you could figure it out, you're automatically qualified to a drawing that one day in the future, when we start making enough money and do giveaways, we're going to uh, do. And then we're going to pick people from the comment section that got your reference. That was not an insult. That was a reference from a movie. If you figure it out, when we do our first giveaway, you will be entered. Uh, don't make promises you can't keep. Or don't make promises you can't remember. Or don't make uh, don't write checks your ass can't cash. <laughs> hey, here's my favorite line from a movie. And let's see how many people get this one. Making promises you can't keep are the best kind of promises. Hello? Hello?